Mm-hmm. Press record. Testing, testing. <laughs> testing. <laughs> Testicles. Oh. Oh no. You don't even know how to open up the show anymore. You don't. You just say test when it's over. Yeah. We just keep on, we just repeat the word test and for 40 minutes and then we're done. That's just how it works. I bet they heard that gulp. Gulp. Gulpy gulp. My Dr. Pepper. Our non-sponsored drink. Our non-sponsored drink. Hello, everyone. Hello. How's everyone doing today? Ah, that's uh, good. I like I like that answer. I like that answer. That's that was a good, good answer. answer. Yeah. I hope you actually yelled in your car or out in public. Yeah. Or if you're on a run, I hope while you were running, you actually said, I'm doing running. I'm, I'm doing running. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a running. I run. I run. I run. <laughs> like that episode of The Office where Kevin runs to his computer and then runs back. And um, Nick is like, I already got you, Peter Kev. And he's like, I know. I just, I run sometimes. I run sometimes. I'm a runner. <laughs> Me every three minutes. I'll remember the last time I ran. I ran two weeks ago. And then I twisted my ankle. Because <laughs> I ran outside and I wasn't paying attention. And I tripped over a pine cone. Also, I'm sitting here wearing a wig. <laughs> I, I just I want everyone to know that. Grayson's in a wig. I'm in my Lion King pajama pants and Studio Movie Girl t-shirt because I used to work there. Yeah. And I kept the t-shirt. As you should. Yeah. As you should. So we're both thriving. I'm not just wearing a wig, by the way. I'm wearing real clothes as well. <laughs> I'm just naked. I, I'm, I'm in my house. I'm very thankful that... I like the wig, but yeah. I'm glad there's more than just yeah, the wig. Yeah, there's more than just the wig. There's also a shirt that's supposed to look like it's choking me, but instead it looks like it's cupping my upper boob. Because it's not my boobs. I would love... I want you guys just to picture what this shirt is, just based on that description. Yeah, I want you to draw it and send us a DM of it. <gasps> yes. Please DM us. We're so lonely. What do you think a shirt looks like that's supposed to choke you, but it looks like it's cupping your boobs? Upper boobs. Upper boobs. Upper boobs. Upper boobs. You know how there's, like, technically, there's, like, boobs and there's, like, boobs... Yeah. It's coming my lowercase boobs. Your lowercase boobs? Yeah. What is this podcast? It, I don't even know. What do we do? Oh, that's right. We talk about true crime. Segways. Oh. Oh, uh, uh, oh wait. But first, we've been gone for a little while. Yeah, a little, a little bit. Uh, any life update you want to give everyone? I got corona. Yeah, Amanda got COVID. That's not the reason we stopped. No. <laughs> Um, but yeah, me and my boyfriend and his roommates all got corona at the same time. Yep. And I had a quarantine with him and his roommates and, uh, cor- uh cor- corona sucks. Yeah. Don't get it. That's very good advice. <laughs> Wear a mask. Don't go out if you don't have to. I don't really follow that advice, obviously, still, but, <laughs> um, just so you know, I know, just make sure you have germs at the very least. Yeah. A mask is less for, it's less of like, masks are more of like, if you if you don't know you're infected and you can infect other people, because I had to go out a couple times, and, and like, I got stuff from, like, like I would go to the drive-thru menus and get stuff. Yeah. While I had corona, I felt so, like, bad. Like, I always wear masks and stuff like that, and I was like, ah, they, they think I have corona, which I do. Yeah. But. So, yeah. wear a mask. Just, I just say, like, a statement, wear a mask. Also, uh, I don't know about Kroger, but Walmart is doing free pickup orders. Yes, I, I do free pickup orders with all my stuff right now just because I'm trying to avoid going out in public as much as I can. Um, I didn't get COVID whenever Amanda got it, fortunately. 
That is um, amazing to me. Well, I actually have a theory. Do you want to hear my theory? What is it? Do you remember? You are next time. Yes. Do you remember whenever I got really, really sick right before COVID started? Yes. I was sick for two weeks. I couldn't smell anything. I had the worst coughs. I would cough so hard I'd throw up and I couldn't leave my bed. And I cried the entire time because I was in so much pain. Was this a knack? Or yeah, I was in knackadocious. I think, oh, what, whatever. It doesn't matter anymore. Uh, I think I have co- I had COVID. Huh. Yeah, I, it was right before it really hit. And I think that I was one of the first people to have it in Akidoshis. Because they didn't, they didn't run a test on me. They just said, yeah. oh, you have a virus. And I was like, what virus? And they were like, we don't have a name for it yet. So I think I had it. And that's why I didn't get it again. You're patient zero. I'm patient zero. I got everyone else sick. Oh, I did get everyone else sick. <laughs> well, no. No, it's like, fine. No, we didn't get it until July. Early July. We didn't get tested until, like, the day before my birthday. And I had it, like, late January. Wow. Yeah. It was that much before. You, you I, might have gotten it. Because then you're immune for four months afterwards. So that makes yeah. sense as to why I wouldn't have got it and never y'all got it. Yeah. But it's funny because the, like, two days before we were, I was hanging out with Grace and another, another one of our friends, Laura, and she was doing my makeup. Which means she was in my face using all, all the makeup was hers and yeah. using her stuff. And I, I, I do not know how she didn't have it. I don't know how she didn't it's have it either. It's insane to me. But yeah, we survived. We still had to go to work because we work from home. Yeah. We also stupid. both moved. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Basically, the reason why we took that hiatus is like, we just needed to get into different spaces. Yeah. And we, we weren't, it wasn't an issue with each other. Yeah. It's nothing between us. It's just, I think that. We both just needed a new a new beginning. A new, a new, a new. A new, a new. And so we both moved. We do live in the same apartment complex, so we're still really fucking close. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It's, it's, we're both technically living alone now. Well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I you have, know, relationships. Yeah, I have a boyfriend who likes to stay because, stay over because he doesn't have to deal with any roommates. No, I, he'll get mad if I say anything about that, but he buys me groceries, so it's fine. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's great. I wish I wish I had a live-in boyfriend. A live-in Yeah, a live-in boyfriend. So, a boyfriend. I haven't been in a relationship in a very long time. Because yes. once you get into college, it's okay if they spend the night. Oh, yeah. You know what I absolutely hate? I don't care if this is, like, in the, in the episode or not, but uh, just, like, a story to you. I saw something on TikTok, and it was like, it was, it was about how this girl, like, wanted her boyfriend to stay over so bad. And she was like, this is how you sneak in your boyfriend so your parents don't know. And I was like, maybe just not spend the night with your boyfriend if you're in high school. Yeah. It's like, like not that big of a deal. Just, 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 just relax. It's just high school. Once you're into college, do whatever you want. But, like, I don't know. You don't, your boyfriend does not need to spend the night while you're, you're in high school. No. 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 Yeah, I don't want kids. If I ever found out my kid did that, I would go bonkers. Yes. But... Your niece or nephew did it. You'd be like, oh hell yeah. Oh hell yeah. I'd help. I'd help my niece or nephew sneak up bitches. Oh my god. <laughs> but uh, today, Amanda's gonna be reading us a story. She's been very excited about it. I'm very excited about it. I thought it was gonna be short, but of course, all my cases are not short um, because this guy is just so funny, and I cannot wait. So for the next few episodes, we're gonna try and stick to lighter stories. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is gonna be crime. Um, they're still good. They're Mine still has murder in it because I couldn't, I didn't even know there was going to be murder in it until I like read it. Yeah. 
but it's mainly just focusing on the person and all of his glory because I I originally heard of this case on Wine and Crime. Hell yeah. A lot more uh, famous podcast than ours. <laughs> a more popular one. One that has more than 21 dedicated viewers. Oh, uh, hell yeah. Hey, 21 of you, we love you. We love you. Um, and uh, just just to reference, I did not get any of this information from, from that podcast. I looked up all the information. They might have other information than I have, but but that's just I'm just saying I didn't like just listen to the podcast and just copy it. So you can you can always go back to their episode and listen to their their version of the story or whatever their research. So yeah, there you go. But I, I just remember the story because I thought it was so funny. Oh, my phone went off. Ooh, that's not good. It's CNN <gasps> letting me know that a couple was packed and ready to evacuate fires, but reconsidered based on. Errorous information. Speaking of fire. Speaking of fire. Speaking of fire, my story is about arson. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah, that was good. I have an arsonist. That was good. Which is kind of sucks because of California right now. But based on what my my dad said, uh, California is always on fire. California's always on fire. If you're in California, just know we're praying for you. Yeah. Sending you some positive vibes. We care, but I, I remember... It was like a year ago, and it was like one of the the big fires, and everyone was talking about it. And I was talking to my dad. I was like, "Dad, did you hear about the fire in California?" He's like, "What fire?" And I was like, "The the so and so fire that they're like, like whatever." He's like, "California is always on fire." And I was like, "I was like, I I, I thought he was just being a dick, and then I realized that that it's those, true. Those areas are always on fire, and I because feel so bad. It, it's kind I don't of like know why. it's kind of like saying, "Oh, there's a tornado in Oklahoma." Hmm. Like there's just always it's it's like there's certain areas where it's always gonna be one. But anyways, this sounds fun. I hope you all like living there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy that. Um, we should probably have to start the episode now. Eh, whatever. Eh. Uh, this is the case of the Pillow Pyro. Oh, hell yeah. A.K.A. John Leonard Orr. Orr? But I'm going to call him Leonard because Orr was just way too hard for me to say during the whole case. And so also, gonna... Leonard is a fucking funny name. This guy is so funny. I cannot wait to show you a picture of him after the entire thing. And I'll post I'll post a picture of it after he posts the episode. Um, can't wait. Also, we're active on Twitter again. Yes. I'm trying as hard as I can. Oh, take a second. Everyone applaud Amanda for being so good at doing Twitter. Oh, my God. I, I'm the one that has actual, like, cla- has taken classes over, like, how to run social media. And Amanda's already doing a better job than me. She's killing it at the tweeting game. I every time I get on Twitter, I get on Twitter so many times to like get like news and stuff, and I always go go over to the uh, Up at Night Cast Cast, cast Twitter for podcast at Up at Night Cast. If you didn't know, yes, that's doing our plugin early, but we're probably gonna do it later. Anyway. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And um, I, I I was trying to think of something to say. Sometimes I, I like don't have anything to say, like whatever, and I I think I'm I'm trying to get I wanna I wanna like. Talk to you guys more, but no one talks to us. So yeah, like, it's talk hard. to us. Please tweet us. Talk Amanda's us. so active on Twitter. Please just tweet us and let her talk to you, because she will. I won't, because I'm really bad at Twitter. <laughs> I only get on Twitter to retweet and shitpost. <laughs> and that's really it. My dad's on tweeting me, though. I don't appreciate that. Does he that. know that I do the, the Twitter? No. Has he ever tweeted you? There was one time, I don't remember... 
It was something about, like, not wanting to do my classwork or whatever. Oh, yeah. And he was like, what is this? And I was like, oh, no. Yeah, no, he thinks I run it. Because it's, I'm so controlling. He's probably surprised that I'm letting someone else control something for once. <laughs> Wait, I'm trying to hear the tweet. It's about damn time. That's yeah, a tweet that Laura sent us. The a gift that Laura sent whenever I said, uh, That was amazing. <laughs> that hurt. There we go. I'm going to leave all, all, all those burps in, because that was an experience I want everyone to share. Okay, ready? Yes. Let's start it. Uh, by the way, the trigger warnings is just uh, your run-of-the-mill murder. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't really go into the murders that much. There wasn't too much information on that. It's mostly just on Leonard. Um, and also another trigger warning. Just get ready to laugh. I'm so, I'm so ready. Or just be like, what the fuck? I'm so ready. It's so funny to me. Okay. Um... John Leonard Orr was born on April 26, 1949. That's it. That's all I could find on his childhood. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Who except is this for, kid? I guess except for one thing. Why did I write that? I don't even know what that is. Um, yeah. He, he, he's born in April in 1949. What, he's born in April. What does that make him? I don't know. I don't know either. I know nothing about star signs. Like, I know a little bit, but... Is that Aries? Is April Aries? I thought it was Gemini. I don't. Gemini is June. Jim and Y. Jim and Pam. Jim and Pam. Taurus. Taurus. He's a Taurus. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either, but at least it's good for everyone else to know. If you're he's a Taurus. He's. Oh. <laughs> if you're a Taurus, treat us and tell us about it. Yes. Tell us if you have his birthday. Oh. If you ever have anyone's birthday that we talk about on this podcast, please tell us. If you have his birthday, I will make you a special printed of it night t-shirt. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. My sister can make it. For free. <gasps> Probably not. I'll pay. I'll, I'll pay it. We'll both pay it. We'll both get up at night shirts. I'll get like a really cheap uh, like Hobby Lobby shirt and then she'll print it on there. Oh, yeah. Send it to her. Hell yeah. Anyways. Uh, that's it. He was born in April. Uh, I'm going to get to uh, the Wikipedia the first sentence in Wikipedia on his, on on John Leonard Orr describes Leonard as an American former firefighter, novelist, and convicted arsonist. A novelist? Novelist. The reason I chose this case was because our arsonist is indeed a writer. A writer of what you say? Well, we'll get into that later. <laughs> Probably like the next two minutes. I can't wait. Um, it may or may not have to do something with arson. He writes a book about arson. And being a firefighter. I love arson. That's his book. Just, <laughs> I love I, arson. I love arson. Okay, we're going to jump right in because this guy's a hoot. Uh, Leonard originally wanted to become a police officer, but he failed his entrance exams. He then became a fire investigator and career fire officer. A fire investigator? Yeah. Like, like, a, like, a, like if any fire happens, they, like, they go in and be like, ah, oh, oh. this is... It started because of this, and we think it's, like, there's foul play. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Um, <laughs> oh, goes up to the fires. Oh, that's a fire. That, that's a fire. <laughs> this is a very specific kind of fire. Yeah. <laughs> Classified. Um, also, I looked it up. The standard police entrance exams are written exams. Covering <laughs> math, reading, language, and writing. Which makes it absolutely hilarious that he didn't pass and immediately changed careers. Oh my gosh, I love it. He failed it once. I was like, nah. Me? Oh. <laughs> Am it's I like, Leonard? It's like, it's kind of like your SAT. Like, you could do really bad, but you could always just retake it. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. I, I thought it was funny, because I read that, and I was like, oh, it must have been, like, a physical exam. 
and like that's hard and then it was like a Paul Bart situation where he had to come a mall cop. Yeah. No. He's no. just stupid. He's just stupid and got tired of it. He's just stupid and didn't want to not be stupid. <laughs> um, so throughout the 1980s and 90s, Los Angeles was plagued by a series of fires that cost millions of dollars in damages and claimed four lives. Ew. Leonard was found to be the cause of most of those fires. During his arson spree, Leonard was given the nickname the Pillow Pyro by arson investigators due to how his devices were being set in pillows. Huh. Interesting. Ironically enough, we're surrounded by pillows right now. (gasps) We are surrounded by pillows. One just catches on fire. I'm like, I am Leonard. Am I the victim? No, I get you out. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're good. Um, So, well, (laughs) me. His, uh, his mode of operation was to set fires using an incendiary timing device. Incendiary means a device intended to cause fires, because I didn't know what that meant. Usually comprising a lit cigarette, three matches wrapped in ruled yellow writing paper, and secured by a rubber band, in case you want to make your own. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know? It would be helpful. Um, he would also set small fires often in the grassy hills in order to draw firefighters, leaving fires set in more congested areas unattended. He eventually graduated to setting fires in stores while they were open and populated, which eventually led to his arrest. Oh. Ish. Ish. Kind of not true, but kind of is. Yeah. Um, he he would, like, put the incendiary device on, like, a pillow or something, so that the pillow would create a much bigger fire and then catch, like, other things on fire. But that, that was only when he was doing it in, like, stores and stuff. Yeah. But, like, when you're in the grassy fields or whatever, it's, he like, just... it's, it's grass, so it catches on fire. Um, so let's see. This... Leads us to the 1984 South Pasadena fire. On October 10th, 1984, which is also my sister's... Oh, it's not my sister's version. Never mind. I'm stupid. On October 10th, 1984, in South Pasadena, California, a major fire broke out at Ole's Home Center Hardware Store, locating in a shopping plaza. The store was completely destroyed by the fire, and four people were killed. This included a two-year-old child, his grandmother, a 26-year-old mother of two, and a 17-year-old employee. Oof. Which, I'm surprised that it only, like, killed four people. Yeah, that's a, like, a fires take a lot of lives. Out of all the fires that he set, it only, like, killed four people. Like, yeah. like it, that's, like, I'm, I'm very surprised. Bad um, at setting fires. Huh? He's bad at setting fires. Oh, he's so bad at setting fires. On the following day, arson investigators from around Southern California converged on the destroyed store and declared the cause to be an electrical fire. However, Leonard himself, as an arson investigator, insisted that the cause was arson. He literally walked in and was like, no, it's arson. He literally, oh my god. No, give me credit. I want credit. I read that and I was like, no. It's stuff like that where like, I, I, once I actually read it, I was like, I have to include this. That happened at least five times while doing this. Are you serious? Oh Oh my gosh. That's like, um... Have you seen Breaking Bad? Yes. It's like the episode of Breaking Bad where Walt gets drunk. This is totally a spoiler. And, um, and that show's been on for a while. If you haven't seen it yet, you just aren't going to see it. Yeah. But uh, it's the episode where he, Walt gets drunk and Hank like tries to end the investigation. And Walt's like, no, I think that he was working for someone else. <laughs> oh, such a good show. Anyways. He's, so, he's so dumb. He's, he's so, so dumb. dumb. He's so dumb. Investigators later showed that the fire started in highly flammable polyurethane products, which caught fire very quickly, causing the fire to flash over rapidly. So he, Leonard is the one who, 
made sure the investigator was like, ah, no, wait, we're wrong. There's foul play. Like, so dumb. Oh, I dumb. love him. I love him. <laughs> you love him? Lovable dude. I like, I like, I like the story. Yeah. I don't love the person. <laughs> I can't wait to show you a picture of him after I all this. I can't wait to see him. You're gonna see him and be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he seems like it. In January 1987, a convention for arson investigators from California was held in Fresno. During and after the convention, several suspicious fires were set in Bakersfield. This combined, combined with the recovery of a single unmatched fingerprint left on a piece of notebook paper is a part of a time-delay incendiary device led Captain Marvin G. Casey of the Bakersfield Fire Department to suspect that a Los Angeles arson investigator from the area was responsible for these arsons. Ooh. So it was a very long sentence. If you didn't catch that, basically they found a finger, an uh, unmatched fingerprint left on paper that was involved in the device like, like throughout the fires. Yeah. And it was uh, around the uh, convention... It, it was a, like, arts investigator convention. Which is a... I would love to go to that convention. Leonard really likes these conventions. He's a fire guy. He's... He, he, oh, fire guy. Fire guy! He's a fire guy. He's Ryan. So, uh... Captain Casey's gonna be a very big part in the rest of the story. Um, so yeah, Captain Casey. Captain Casey. Casey. During... March 1989, another series of arsons were committed along the California coast in close vicinity with a conference of arson investigators in Pacific Gross, California. I don't know if that's supposed to be gross. G-R-O-C-E. I think it's gross. Or is it gross? Gross. Gross. One Pacific Gross, California. California. Um, so, Captain Casey compared the list of attendees from the Fresno conference with the list of attendees from the Pacific Gross. Oh, Grove. Oh, I just misspelled it. <laughs> <laughs> Pacific Grove. You know. That happens. It happens. He, 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 uh, he compared the list of attendees from the Fresno Conference and the list from the Pacific Grove Conference. Casey was able to create a very short list of ten suspects whose fingerprints were tested. Want to know who's on Casey's short list? Who? Motherfucking Leonard. Oh, hell Yeah. Uh, whose, prints, whose prints were already in the system because he was an arson investigator slash fire officer. But, because of less advanced fingerprint technology and Casey only having a partial fingerprint, none of the names on a shortlist match. So, That's rough. Leonard got away. I, I like to think that Leonard, like... <laughs> was scared? No, I like to think that they were like, hey, uh, can, we, can we, like, test your fingerprints real quick? He's like, sure. And, like... I like to think that he didn't realize he was getting investigated the whole time. Yeah. Like, like he, he wasn't scared. He just kept setting fires. He was like, this, this, one, this, one, my fingerprint, that's fine. I just want to chill. I just want to chill. It's fine. Just want to be bros. I just want to know what's happening. And that was in 19, that was in 1989. And fingerprints, they just showed you how far technology has come. Oh, yeah. Because even like the 80s and 90s, a lot of forensic stuff wasn't, it's not nearly as uh, used as it is today or like in investigations. So, fast forward to late 1990 and early 1991, another series of arson fires broke out in Southern California. Uh, as a result, a large task force nicknamed the Pillow Pyro Task Force, very original, love it, uh, was formed to apprehend the arsonist responsible. On March 29, 1991, Tom Campuzano of the Los Angeles Arson Task Force uh, circulated a flyer at a meeting 
uh, for an organization formed by a group of smaller cities in and around Los Angeles County that did not have their own staff or arson investigators named Fire Investigators Regional Strike Team, a.k.a. FIRST. 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 The flyer described the ML of the suspected serial arsonists in the Los Angeles area. Uh, Scott Baker of the California State Fire Marshal's Office was at the meeting and told Camposano about the series of arsons investigated by <gasps> Captain Casey and about Casey's suspicions that the perpetrator was an arson investigator from the Los Angeles area. Consequently, Camposano and two of his colleagues met with Casey, obtained a copy of the fingerprint that Casey had recovered, and this time matched it to... Drumroll, please. <laughs> Mr. John Leonard Orr, with the help of improved finger ne- fingerprint technology after, what, two years? Yeah. Three years? Um, Leonard was then investigated and watched for several months. In May 1991, he discovered a tracking device hidden by authorities in his vehicle, who was apparently never aware of another tracking device later installed in his city vehicle that November. So he found one, but the other one he just had no idea. This is, again, one of those times where I feel like he found it and was like, oh, this is a cool thing. It's like, threw it away. He <laughs> didn't even know. Weird. He's like, oh, cool. Just threw it, threw it away. Um, uh, stupid boy. A federal grand jury handed down an indictment, and after Orr was present at a suspicious fire, he was arrested December 4th. Another key piece of evidence was his novel titled Point of Origin, which is a story about a firefighter who was also a serial arsonist. No way. Did he write a fake biography? We'll get to that. Um, Arson investigators believe the book chronicles real acts of arson due to similarities with fires. They believe Leonard said himself. Leonard states the novel is a work of fiction and has no relation to any actual events. In an interview defending his manuscript, Leonard expressly stated the character of Aaron Stiles, which is the main character, uh, was a composite of arsonist I arrested. However, Aaron Stiles, again, the main character, who is pretty blatantly based on Leonard, is also an anagram for I said L.A. arson. If you don't know what an anagram is, because I had to look it up for a second. Anagram is like in Harry Potter, where... They they have Tom Riddle or whatever, and then they rearrange it. Yeah, the same thing. If you rearrange the letters in Aaron Styles, it's I set L.A. Arson. He's so stupid. He's so stupid. He's so stupid and yet so smart. Now he's smart. He's smart in the way that like I think that he could like trick someone, but also I feel like he'd also trip over his own shoe and then never know how to do math. I don't think he knows how to tie a shoe. Velcro straps. <laughs> also, did this motherfucker write fan fiction? This was this was fire fan fiction. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay, so I don't know. So when I listened to the Wine and Crime podcast, I couldn't remember. I thought that uh, I thought that the novel included like a sexual attraction to fire. Yeah. But I, I couldn't find any information about that, like, what was actually in the book. So, I can't attest to that, but, I, but like, for some reason I feel like there was something about, like, sexually he was attracted to fire. Or like I he hope book. he tried to fuck fire once. <laughs> Can you imagine? That would hurt so bad. I don't remember if it was him. I know in the Wine and Crime podcast, they were talking about one arsonist who would set it and then uh, would, like, drive to, like, a spot to where he could watch it. 
And we'll, and we'll, like, jack off to the fire. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. I like to think that it's Leonard, but... I like to think it's Leonard, I don't too. think it is, but I like to think it is. I like to think that it's Leonard. I do think that it's Aaron Styles. I, I like to think it's Aaron Styles. God, it's such a, it's such a Harry Styles type of name. Oh, no. It's a Harry Styles. I can't wait for Harry Styles to have a son named Aaron. We're like, oh, fuck. It's, it's I said L.A. Arson. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Um... So, he was arrested. We're going to go to trial now. In 1992, a federal jury in Fresno convicted Leonard for three counts of arson while acquitting him on two other counts and was sentenced to 30 years in prison. However, Leonard still maintains his innocence even though he took a plea deal in 2002 for something. Um, Apparently, he took it because he couldn't afford to mount to pay the defense and still had very little chance at trial. But he doesn't. He didn't take it because he was guilty. He was like, I can't pay it. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff. Uh, well, hold on. I'll say it after. In 1984, state prosecutors in Los Angeles indicted Leonard on four counts of first-degree murder with, with 21 counts of arson for a string of fires stretching from 1984 to 1990. The lead prosecutor on the case was Mike Cabral. 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 Corporal. I think it's I think it might be Cabral. I don't fucking know. Um, you can't pronounce names. We'll call him Mike. Mike. Mike opted to seek the death penalty in order to ensure that Leonard would spend the rest of his life in prison. And all, and and off the record, I didn't even put a word in there. An off the record deal was offered to Leonard if he if Leonard accepted a sentence of life without parole and confessed all of his acts of arson in open court, dating to his youth. Uh, Mike would take the death penalty off the table. Leonard turned the, turned the offer down out of hand. I I wish he was like I don't get it. Yeah, like, like I'm confused. He's like it's the same as a death sentence. Like whatever. Like I feel like he just didn't understand it. Um, there was a lot happening with a lot of his like a lot of things that he was like indicted for. Yeah. And all these like random counts and different appeals and I was like whoa. Basically, uh. All you know is that in 1998, a jury in a California state court convicted Leonard on all four murder charges and all but one of the arson counts. That arson count. Oh, this arson count. It was for setting a fire in the Warner Brothers parking lot. Yes. Or the back lot, which yes. I, I think is a parking lot. But God, I wish I had that. <laughs> it was dismissed at the request of the prosecution. I don't know why. <laughs> They're like, we don't want to do it. We're like, that. can we just. I don't want to talk not. about it. I don't want to talk about that. Warner Brothers was like, can we just not? <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to deal with him. He seems a little bit odd. Basically, I'm pretty sure he's still in prison or died in prison. I still can't remember. Um, but he he's not getting out anytime soon. Cause he got at least thirty years. Yeah. Oh, he also he also well, I don't know. it's fine. I wasn't gonna include this, and then I read it, and I was like, yes, this is a section in the Wikipedia called his legacy. Oh, I cannot wait. Uh, some arson investigators and an FBI criminal profiler, profiler have deemed Leonard to be possibly one of the worst American serial arsonists of the 20th century. Oh. It is believed that Leonard set nearly 2,000 fires between 1984 and 1991. Arson investigators determined that after Leonard was arrested, the number of brush fires in the nearby foothill areas decreased by over 90%. Jesus, Leonard! You know what I just noticed? What? <laughs> Earlier we were talking about the fire in California. Yeah. He's setting fires in California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, oops. Oops. 
Remember that old, old yeah. one? Remember, remember that back at the beginning of 2020? Was that was that 2020? Was that 2019? I have no idea. I want it back. I I would like that time back, please. Can we go back in time and redo that? Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, Leonard's daughter Lori became a motivational speaker and testified on behalf of her father, which prevented him from receiving the death penalty. After maintaining her father's innocence for years, she eventually came to believe he was guilty and broke off all contact with him. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Oh my gosh, poor guy. She was like, wait, I don't care. <laughs> wait, oh wait, I don't give a shit anymore. She's like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. I get that, honestly. Uh, Leonard's story was told in a book titled Fire Lover. Fire Lover! <laughs> um, which is a way worse title than, than the title of his own novel. What is it? What is it? His own, his own novel is called Point of Origin. Point of Origin. Ah. Uh, which is, it's is not a, a fire title. term. Sure. Whenever a fire starts, it's called the point of origin. See, I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure that's it. This is a show where we Google stuff. This is a show where we Google stuff. What is it? That sounds right. I just didn't look that up. Fire starts. It's called kindling a fire. That's not. That's not what I'm looking for. Ignition point. Oh. Oh, synonyms of fire is blaze, inferno, and holocaust. Holocaust? What the fuck? Anyways. Anyways, I'm gonna get rid of that. Oh. Well, okay. Point of origin is a place where something comes from, a place where something starts or originates. Um, it says... Well, and it can also be like a term and like yeah. arson, whatever. I don't know. It's it's clever. It's it's, smart. it's better than fire lover. I love fire lover. Um, on several occasions, film and television have also represented Leonard's activities and arrest. The investigation that led to Leonard's arrest and conviction was recounted on the episode "Diary of a Serial Arsonist" on Cold Case Files, oh, and many show. podcasts, including Wine and Crime, and I think another one, but I can't. I don't. I didn't write it this down. one. Oh, yes, this one. This one. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. Uh, most notably, a film titled Point of Origin starring Ray Liotta as Leonard. Was Ray Liotta? Yeah. Was released by HBO in 2002. Damn. I need to watch it. We, we should have movie night. <gasps> yes, movie night. We just light a bunch of candles. Yeah. <laughs> light a bunch of candles. <laughs> yes, we're doing that. <laughs> we just put on a... Just play with the lighter the whole time. The film's title is a reference to Leonard's novel. In 2004, he was profiled in the Forensic Files episode, Point of Origin. Same title used in the HBO film and novel. And that's his story. Oh, I love it. I'm gonna look it up. I thought I thought I put that he died or what, where he's at right now. I'm pretty sure he died. Did he? I don't know. I feel like dying in prison would be kind of sucky. I don't think he, I don't think he'd care. Oh, yeah, no. I feel like he'd be like... I, I I just imagine him as the most dumbest person ever. Oh, he's still alive. Oh. Hey, you're dumbass. <laughs> we think yeah, you're stupid. The one, person, the one of our 21 listeners is... Is Leonard. John Leonard Orr. He's been waiting this whole time for us to talk about him. He was sending us letters. We just haven't given him because we moved. Yeah. Oh, sorry, John. Sorry. But he's hey, 71. Hey, you're a 71 stupid idiot. Oh, he was transferred to California custody in 2002. 
He's incarcerated at California State Prison. Nice. Because I think he served, he served uh, federal first and then state, I think. Which is something. Yeah, which means something. His penalty is uh, 30 years federal, so he did that. And then state is life plus 21 years. Nine years vacated on March 15, 2000. I don't know why. why that I guess federal is like more dangerous because there's more criminals. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the federal... Yeah, so he was charged on the, the federal whatever because it was arson, and then state handled the, the murder and the yeah. smart of the arson. Yeah. So, I don't know how law works. Yo, for two people that run a true crime podcast, we know nothing about the law. I watched Law & Order a lot, so I know all about the sex crimes. The sex crimes. And those laws, but not about murder and arson. Yeah. There was an episode about arson uh, that I watched recently, and basically... We're gonna, I knew I was going to bring this up. This is an episode where we talk about SVU. We relate every single case that we get to SVU. Yes. I do. I relate everything to Psych. Oh, I love Psych. I, I love Psych. Basically, in this episode, it was a guy, it was a man who was trying to get his two daughters out of the house because it, it was burning, and he, he couldn't get them out, and uh, they died, but he, he was able to get out. There's this big old trial about how he, he did it on purpose, and he was, he was trying to, like, get the life insurance money, all that kind of stuff. And the fire investigator was like, oh, no, he definitely did it. He used, like, gas or whatever, like, whatever. And at the end, they ended up building an exact replica of the fire. And an, another fire investigator was like, actually, no, like, it, it, was, it was their space heater or whatever. Oof. And, oh, <laughs> that was a weird burp. Basically, they, they, he just said... The whole episode was like, yeah, he just didn't do it and we wasted all of our time. Yeah, love it. I love episodes like that. Yeah, but that is a story of Leonard or uh, John Leonard or I, I like buddy old pal. I just think his name is just Leonard, and that's it. Like he's like Prince, but he's like Leonard. He's like Prince, but just Leonard. Man, of a picture. Hold on. I think arson's one of the most interesting crimes because it doesn't make any sense to me. Arson? I mean, neither does most crimes. Arson doesn't make any sense to you? No, like, why would you light a fire and enjoy it? Like, like what is... No, you were, the, you were the person that was like, I like fire. I like fire because I like... I like to touch fire. But there is a difference. I don't get why people set fires, but I love touching fire. I love touching fire. I don't like... I don't like... I don't get why people will set fires with the intent to destroy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. It's like, I know he wants to destroy things, but it seems like he just loves, like, fire in general. It's like... Yeah, I, could, I can't pinpoint, like, what all it was on him. I don't know why this is the metaphor my brain's thinking of. It's kind of like, if I just really, really love sushi, and I wanted everyone in the entire world to really love sushi, so each time I saw someone, I would make them eat sushi. You know what I mean? Like, he's forcing this like on people. He's responsible for California fires. That's what I'm understanding. That's, yes, yes. That's what. That's what. He put this in the the time devices all around, and it's way like twenty years to set off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's was, what I think. Wasn't it a gender reveal? Yeah. The this latest this latest one because of a gender reveal party that 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 caught on fire. You guys just stop doing gender reveals. No one cares. Well, you could do a gender reveal, but do the funny no. one where like you have the giant babies fighting each other. I just think gender reveals are stupid. Why? Because, like, why does it matter? 
You can say that about anything. I can't, and I do. Well, I'm just, I, I, I just, I would, I don't know. Do you my, want a gender reveal? I don't know. I don't, I don't like doing anything that everyone else does with that. Because it's like, you, could, you can't do the cake, you can't do the balloon, you have to be original, but like, you don't want to like, do like an explosion. Yeah. Like, I there's think, no like, original one. I just think that people take blue out of proportion. I think, you know what, you know when I saw it and I was like, you know what, I'm I'm officially against gender reveals. It's the one where the girl farts out the color. Amazing. That's the one that I was like, you know what, I'm done. <laughs> I can no longer support it. I saw one, I saw something on TikTok where this, this, this mom was walking out with the balloon. She has two little boys behind her and one, one's like running up behind her and pops the balloon. She's like going to put it in her car before the party and they all just kind of like look at it. And all the comments were like, oh, and one of the comments said plus, it was the, the, the confetti that came out of the balloon was pink. It yeah. said plus one girl minus one boy. Plus one girl <laughs> minus one boy. Oh, I love it. Also, oh, side so note, I thought it was on my computer for too long. I don't want his face on there. Here he is. Oh, yeah, he totally would set a fire. He looks yeah. like a teddy bear. He looks like a, he looks like a grown-up Gerber baby. You know what's funny? There's another picture of him in the older, in the court. Oh, my gosh, he looks like an adult Gerber baby. Pull a picture of a Gerber baby. Do it right now. What does the Gerber baby look like? It looks like him. A Gerber baby. It looks like John Leonard Orr. I don't think Gerber babies have mustaches. If you put a mustache on a Gerber baby, that's what it would look like. <laughs> no. Am I wrong? No. <laughs> I'm gonna post a picture of him on the uh, on the Twitter, but and, he, he and just, then post a picture of a Gerber baby. I forgot to ask before. I was, I was gonna ask you like what you thought he looked like, and then show you, but I just forgot to show you. I want you guys to think about about what he looks like. I know we already mm-hmm. say he has a mustache and he looks like a Gerber baby. I want you to just think about it. It's a Gerber's mustache. Gerber's mustache. And then send us a picture. Send, draw it out for us. Draw it. it. We're, we're really asking for a lot. We just want interactions on our Twitter. Like, honestly. And what's our Twitter again? At Up at Night Cast. Cast stands for podcast. Cast part stands for podcast. Because I didn't know. I burped. I'm, I, we're very burpy on this show today. Because we're drinking soda during the thing. Which, yeah. I don't care. Drink your soda. No, drink, drink your soda. Drink your water. Drink your beer. After this, I'm gonna have some wine. <gasps> drinking of drinking. drinking, drinking, thinking of speaking. Speaking. Oh my god! Speaking of beer and wine, I turned 21. Oh yeah! I actually had COVID during my birthday. Yeah, so we we had to do it a few days later. It was a long. Yeah, it was. It was a long time later. It was. Uh, yeah, we just had to wait because like we we're in quarantine, but then we were also like moving and um, life. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff. You can't really have, like, too much fun doing anything, like, during quarantine. You just can't do anything. Yeah. Plus, everyone gets mad at you for having parties. I don't care. People can just choose not to come to the party. Like, whatever. We were all safe. Yeah, we're fine. I have the antibodies. Apparently so do you. Yeah, I'm I'm surviving. But hey, what's your good thing? I forgot about a good thing. Yeah, I've got to do a good thing. Good thing of the week. Oh, I don't know. Well, I'll I'll go first because yeah, you have, have to have a good thing. I yeah. My good thing is that I'm now doing therapy twice a week. Oh hell yeah! Which is awesome, and I'm very fortunate that my parents are letting me letting me do this uh, because they of course pay for my therapy because I'm 
I may be 21, but I am still a child. Um, but uh, I also, just speaking, because we, we talked about your life, what's yeah. going on with you. I moved as well into my own apartment. I live alone now. I have a job. Um, I'm going to therapy twice a week. Do you have blue hair? I have blue hair. Right now I have brown hair because I'm wearing a wig. My hair is blue. It's a signal of my transformation as a human. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, my good thing is that, you know, shit's happening for me emotionally. I'm moving. I'm grooving. Uh, today in therapy we talked about setting boundaries. And uh, we talked about, oh, we talked about how I manage my control because um, – I'm a big, like, control person, apparently, which is something that I didn't think was possible because I'm very laid back. I don't really care about most things, but apparently I'm a control freak. Um, But just about stuff that I physically cannot control. uh, Which is different. Which is different. Uh, Like, I'm not going to give an example, but um, it's it's just, uh, it's it's fun. And I have one fun skill that I learned this week is that actually I've been doing for a while, but we finally got a name for it. It's technically based off of Doctor Who. Oh, no. It's called The Silence. Um, it's whenever you have an intrusive or a negative thought about yourself, you draw a little mark on your hand. Amanda knows. I did this for a while back. Um, you draw a little mark on your hand so that you can acknowledge the thought and get rid of it, and it'll go mm-hmm. away instead of just immediately dismissing it because then it'll come back later. But, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's good based off of Doctor Who because I'm a nerd, and that's my good thing for the week is that therapy is going well. <sighs> I'm not going to therapy. <laughs> I was going to so I can get an ESA letter for my cat, and I just paid the 400 bucks anyways, yeah. which is stupid. But I did it because I have a I have a good job right now. I haven't I don't really work as much because of school, but I still get some type of money because I pay for my own rent. Um, Amanda's a real adult. I realize that because I spent I had to buy my I had to buy my mom's birthday present. She's turning. Uh, she's not gonna listen to this, so I can tell her her age. She's turning fifty, so it's a very important yeah. birthday. I never really get her anything to begin with, like yeah. on her birthday, so I don't have any money. It's my sister's birthday coming up. I already bought her thing, but it was still expensive because mm-hmm. it's a giant Funko Pop. Love that. It's uh, Daenerys Targaryen riding Drogon. Mm, I know what those words are. Yeah. If you don't watch Game of Thrones, it's. Uh, the blonde chick riding a dragon. Okay, cool. Yeah. But it's like the black and red dragon. He's like shooting fire, so it's, it's oh, kind of cool. Oh, um, I got her that, and then it's uh, my boyfriend and I's six-month anniversary. Yes. So I had to buy stuff for that, and he spent a lot of money on me, so I had to spend a lot of money on him, but he didn't tell me what he wanted, so I spent a hundred bucks on something. I'm not going to say what it is in case he listens to it. Because he'll listen to this. Yeah, I don't know. We were just... We, Grace and I were talking about where to film the episode, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to her place next week, whatever, and he was like, can you just do it here? I was like, well, it's kind of echoey. Yeah. Like, like we don't want to do it, like, here. You just stay here and, like, play video games, whatever. And he was like, and I was, I was like, besides you, like, well, like, listen to it later. And he was like, oh, can I just, like, listen to you guys say it? No, Matt. Like, no. Fuck you, Matt. Fuck Matt. Fuck Matt. Fuck Matt. Listen to your girlfriend's goddamn podcast. He said, I'll just put it on... <laughs> And, and, like, let it roll. Because, like, since since he's over so much and, like, we don't have... We have free time, but, like, not, like, by ourselves. Yeah. We never, like... Everything we do is, like, basically together. Like, yeah. we, we watch the same... We, we, we watch every TV show together and, like, we... Like, whatever. So, he, he went home this weekend and I had, like, 24 hours to myself. And I, I, I have... 
I had no desire to watch anything or do anything. I spent a total of, like, six hours on TikTok. Yeah. Over the weekend. I get that. But I also think TikTok has made my attention span so small. I, I honestly watch, like, eight different shows or movies. Yeah. And I just, I, I couldn't figure out, I couldn't finish any of them. I think TikTok's made me definitely more of a jealous person. Why are you jealous? Because all it is is a bunch of cute boys that'll never love me, and a bunch of pretty girls that I'll never be. Well, I think some girls are cute on, on TikTok, but all those boys are nasty. And underage. I, I See, on my For You page is a lot of overage boys. Overage? Like 50? No, like they're like in like their late 20s. <laughs> Just covered in tattoos. Oh, no. Yeah, they're great. I'll send you some sometimes. <laughs> I know. I don't open them. I see. I get the preview and I look at the boy and I'm like, I don't want to see this. <laughs> I don't want to. Because I know, I know it's one of those things where it's like the POV. Uh, oh, I never, I've never sent you a POV. Stop that slander. <laughs> I know it's, it's like the fucking, he has like, he probably has like a knife or something. A knife? <laughs> He's like, my tattoos. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my type. <laughs> With a knife. Tattoos. <laughs> and dark hair. And dark hair, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. That's all I want. Speaking of dark hair. Did you date a guy with, like, pink hair? Yeah, totally. But, like, you didn't know why. Like, you never told Like, you'd ask him, like, so why is your hair pink? And he's like, it's so pink. You'd ask me why my hair's blue, and I'd be like, what? Well, like, what if he was, like, secret about it? I wouldn't care. He was, he was like, oh, it's, it's, like, my own thing. Yeah. I would never date a man who looks at me and goes, it's like my own thing. <laughs> I cannot wait for the next person that you're with to say that. I would be like, I told you. I'll dump him. I'll dump him. Been in there. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, anything else you want to say to the lovely people? Wear a mask. Yeah. Stay six feet apart. Be smart. I like how I'm saying that while we're sitting this close to each other. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine whenever it's, like, we're both technically still kind of quarantined. I don't think I've been around people for, like... No, you haven't. Because I've gone to Walmart delivery or whatever. Yeah. Whoa. I haven't... The only... Whoa. Yeah, the closest... Because I don't, I don't count drive throughs because, like, that's very limited contact. Yeah. To begin with. I don't think I've been, been inside a store in, like, two weeks. If anything, I'm crawling with it because I work retail. <laughs> Oh, true. I still haven't gotten... She works at the, at, the, at a bookstore, and I still haven't gotten my book. Yeah, I, it's on back order. Did you get that email? Yes. Yeah, I sent, I sent you that email. Oh, I was going to write a little note gonna, saying I love you, but I didn't. I, I was going to ask you if it was you, and I, I forgot. But yeah. I, was, uh, I got the email. I was like, <gasps> yeah, because I, I, I saw we didn't have the book, and I was like, should I send her like a little thing that said that we don't have the book, or should I just tell her? And um, I was working with it. No, I was, yeah, well, I was working with a coworker, and um, she was just like, "Well, what would she want?" And I was like, "She'd want an email." So I sent her an email. I do like emails. Mm-hmm. I haven't opened the email. It's the most primitive form of, of email us your story. <laughs> oh my gosh! You never get to no. It. Just DM us. Just DM us your shit. DM I us do everything. Know, I do know. I think. Dakota DM'd us a story that I don't think we ever got well, that's to That's because it. Dakota's the best. I thought, I honestly thought you were going to say something bad, and I was like, whoa, No, recording. I love Dakota. Just like the way you're like, that's because Dakota, and I was like, whoa. No, Dakota's the best. I, I remember reading the story and thinking, thinking that it was cool, but I already had a story picked out. But I think, uh, I, I can always look it up in like two seconds, but I'm not going to. Um, I think at the little, one of the 
like darker stories that I like. I know he sent a, he sent me one whenever it was just me running the podcast. Yeah, it could have been that one because it was it was very dark one. It was it was uh, Pee Wee. Pee Wee. Yeah. No, this one was like a little chick. No chick. I love female crimes. Cause uh, I think for the for the next like, hold on. Oh, whoa. Whoa. Wait, I never got a notification for this. I think. Whoa. Were you just now realizing something here? Yeah, I think he sent us another thing, but I didn't even. I didn't get the notification for it. Oh. I feel bad. Because we definitely were doing the podcast. Were we doing the podcast in May? No. Okay, yeah. I don't remember seeing this. Well, Dakota, we love you. Oh, I found it. Amelia Dyer? I think I did that one. Did you? I can't remember. Because Dakota's my hero. The baby phone? Yeah. You did? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I felt bad because I remember, I remember like, I remember it in the back of my head, but I couldn't, I can't remember if we actually did it. See, we do y'all stories. Once we remember them. Yeah, once we remember them. But for the next few episodes, at least for like a month, we're going to do kind of lighter stories, like, like funny or, or... I was thinking about one one episode doing like petty crimes where no one like gets yes. killed, um, and do like or maybe like like three like very short stories yeah. about petty crimes. But then if I remember this person, I was like, I need to find it. But yeah, just because with everything else happening in the world right now, we want to give you guys funny like true crime stories, but we also want to provide a place that's positivity and that yeah. isn't so terrifying right now because the world's pretty scary. But hey, we're in this together. We're going to be okay. We're going to survive this. Just got to keep on pushing through. If I can get through corona and my professor can get through corona, because my professor has corona. Yes. Then you can too. He actually was in the hospital. Ooh. They couldn't reach him. That's not good. Yeah. But he's out. He got it from his son's preschool teacher. Almost like he shouldn't have opened up the schools. Yeah, it's almost like he shouldn't have fucking done that shit. Oh, well. I don't go to school class. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to us. Thank you. Um... Check out our Twitter up at Nightcast. Oh, up at Nightcast. And tweet at us, talk to us, DM oh, us, yes. tell us stuff. We'll do your, we'll do your case. If you think of a funny case or like you research one day, like you're bored, don't want to do homework, send it to us. We'll or if you have a funny true crime story, yeah. Maybe, maybe you had a weird run in with a relative who was like, yeah, I one time murdered someone. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> maybe you helped murder someone. Maybe you're a murderer. Tell us. I do. I will say, like, if you have one that you think we'd be interested in, but it's, like, a little dark, you can still send it oh, to yeah. us. I already have one like, that I found on TikTok that I really want to do once we start getting back into, like, yeah. once all the world stops burning. Yeah. Once everything well, stops being terrifying. Deal, but oof, oof. Oh, well. Oh, well. But, hey, tweet us. Hang out with us. And we will see y'all. When we can't sleep. Yeah. Next, oh wait, let's Whoa. redo that. Let's redo That's that. Bad. That was that was that was our first time. Okay, redo. Okay, and we, we will, will see, see you, you guys. next. No, oh. no, oh, fuck. <laughs> and we'll see you guys the next, next time, time we can't sleep. sleep. Bye, Bye, guys. That was so it's bad. Been, it's been a long time. It has been. It's been like thirty. I'm years. a little rusty. Oh, I love it.